Welcome to TikTok Radio. I'm your host, Victoria Jameson. I'm a verified TikTok creator and professional makeup artist based in Dallas, Texas. After gaining over 800,000 TikTok followers in just six months, I became obsessed with helping aspiring creators and entrepreneurs unlock their full potential on the fastest growing app in the world. If you're looking to find your niche, increase your income, and build your influence with short form video content, then you are in the right place. My goal for this podcast is to inspire and empower you with actionable tips and insight from top TikTok creators so that you can master the For You page and build your brand on TikTok and beyond. There's no better time to start than right now. Let's dive into this week's episode of TikTok Radio. What is up, TikTok Radio? Did you guys miss me? I have been struggling. I've been on the struggle bus. I'm going to be real with you guys. This year has been crazy. There's been a lot of changes happening for all of us. And I kind of like hit a plateau where I was like really feeling exhausted mentally and emotionally just with everything going on this year. It kind of started with all with when all the drama with TikTok and the government here in the US started and the whole election. It's just been a lot, you guys. So, I wanted to make today's episode all about dealing with burnout cuz that's kind of what I've been dealing with these past few months. I've been feeling really just drained and I felt really guilty for not being able to keep up with all the things that I have on my plate. And I am such an ADHD person. I am constantly saying yes to new and exciting projects and I can't always keep up with it all. So I'm definitely the queen of being overcommitted and it caught up with me over the last couple of months. And that's why I haven't been posting the podcast as often because I realized that I needed help. And that means outsourcing. That means delegating. I think you can only be a solo entrepreneur for so long. And I've been solo in this you know, crazy online space for about five years. And even though my husband and I are both content creators, we really don't work on each other's content. We do sometimes, you know, obviously collaborate on content, but, you know, he doesn't edit my videos for me and I don't edit any of his stuff. And I was producing a lot of content at once. I was doing interviews. I was coaching. I was working on blog posts. I was working on the podcast. I was working on brand deals and creating content for my own businesses. So this is just all to say that if you are feeling overwhelmed, you are not alone. I think it's really important for influencers and content creators to be transparent kind of about the struggles. I recently did a TikTok about this, commentating on the Justin Bieber lonely trend, how a lot of people were making fun of influencers for kind of sharing some of the downsides of being creators. And I totally relate to that, even though, you know, I'm not on the scale of these huge creators that people were talking about. It is a really unique career in the way that it affects your mental health, I think, more than some career paths because it is so personal. It's not just about your job. It's about yourself. And I think it's so easy to second guess ourselves and question ourselves and feel like we ourselves are not good enough when our content isn't performing well or when we're not getting brand deals or when 
we're not bringing in new clients or our business isn't growing. And I'm just here to say that I feel like that sometimes. Everyone feels like that sometimes. If you're feeling like that, you're not crazy. You're not alone. This too shall pass. But sometimes we do need to take time for ourselves. So today we're talking all about burnout and the signs, the symptoms, and how to cope with it and how to move on and be able to come out of it better and successful. Because I think for me, that's my biggest stressor is like, I just want to be successful. I'm an Enneagram three. If anyone's into the Enneagram, I'm all about like goal setting, achieving. And a lot of times they feel like, you know, I'm not doing good enough. Like that's my constant thing. Like I'll tell my husband, like I didn't get enough done today. Or like, I just want to, I just want to be successful. I just want to hit my goals. Like it's weird because that's kind of what drives me. And when I don't feel like I'm doing that, I I get down on myself. So let's talk about burnout. Now, you guys might have heard, it's kind of like a buzzword, I feel like. Not a buzzword, but in the mental health community, I feel like you hear about it a lot. So burnout is basically, it's a state of emotional and physical or mental exhaustion. It could be one or all. And it basically happens by stress, by excessive prolonged stress. You know, it's normal to be stressed, but it's not normal to be stressed all the time. And sometimes that's external stress. Sometimes that's internal. Basically, you feel overwhelmed, emotionally drained, and kind of unable to meet the constant demands. Um, And as it continues, you kind of lose interest and you lose motivation. And it can be really discouraging. Um, I have dealt with burnout at different times in my career. When I was performing professionally as a dancer, I was definitely burnt out. And that was more on the mental and emotional. Well, that was mental, emotional, and physical exhaustion. I mean, I was just, I was not a human at that point. I was so stressed all the time. Um, But, you know, it, burnout really does, it it reduces your productivity. I can't talk, you guys. Um, your inner, your, you have no energy. You just kind of feel like hopeless and it's different than depression. So I've also struggled with my mental health pretty much the last 10 years of my life. Um, but it's a little bit different in, you know, how it affects your life and it's more situational. So, you know, if you feel like you're depressed, definitely talk to a mental health professional. There are lots of online counseling resources too, because I know I can't just go shell out like 150 bucks for a therapy appointment every week sometimes. Um, and a lot of people are, are in stressful financial situations right now. So that kind of like doesn't help because a lot of insurance doesn't cover it. Um, but you might want to consider that you might have burnout. So I am looking at helpguide.org right now just to give you guys some resources on, um, you know, what burnout is and this is all, you know, from medical professionals. So I'm not a medical professional. This is not medical advice, but you can always look online and there's tons of great blog posts and articles to help you. And you can listen to this too, because I am citing some of them here. So basically, um, you might be on the road to burnout if every day is a bad day. Caring about your work or home life seems to be a total waste of energy. You feel exhausted all the time. The majority of your day is spent on tasks that you feel are dull or overwhelming, and you feel like nothing you do makes a difference or is appreciated. So this obviously kind of is talking about at the office, but for us, when that's your like job, <laughs> it's hard because it's it's hard to be your own boss, basically, because sometimes when you don't have that external pressure, um, it's all from yourself. So basically, the signs of physical burnout 
they can be feeling tired all the time or drained. That's me. Like that's what happens to me. Um, your lower, your immunity can be lowered. So you can get sick a lot. Um, you might be getting headaches or you might have muscle pain. And of course, changes in appetite or sleeping habits are definitely signs of mental health issues. Um, some of the emotional symptoms are having a sense of failure or self-doubt, uh, feeling helpless or defeated, feeling detached or alone in the world, losing motivation, having an increasingly cynical and negative outlook, and having a decreased satisfaction and sense of your accomplishments. I can definitely attest to most of these. Um, You know, it feels like sometimes when I hit a milestone, I'm not as excited about it as I should be. And that sounds so crazy because I'm sure there's people listening to this that are like, oh, I would love to have 900,000 followers. Um, But I don't feel any different than I did when I had 100,000 followers than I did when I had 10,000 followers. It's weird because you're still the same human and you kind of set these ideas of like, oh, I'll be happy when I hit this. I'll be happy when I hit this. I think we saw this with Charlie this week, a video. um, It was like a vlog of her family. She was saying, you know, once I hit 100 million and I think James Charles says, what, 95 million isn't enough for you? So it's weird because you're just always wanting to get to that next step, but it's not always satisfying um, because of our mental state. And of course, the behavioral symptoms of burnout um, are withdrawing from responsibilities, isolating yourself from others, which like, aren't we all super isolated right now? Uh, Using food, drugs, or alcohol to cope, procrastinating, things take longer to get done, taking out your frustrations on others or skipping work or coming in late and leaving early. So you kind of might be piecing out on some of your responsibilities. For me, I can tell I'm starting to get like burnt out or like semi-depressed when I stop doing the dishes every morning because normally I cook at night and I do the dishes in the morning. Like I haven't been keeping up with kind of household things because I'm just so tired, you guys. And if you're feeling that way too, it is, it's so overwhelming because then once kind of the house starts getting messy, you know, when my life and my space is cluttered, my brain feels cluttered. So it's kind of just a bad cycle. So the biggest differences between stress and burnout, um, basically burnout and stress can be very similar. Stress does cause burnout, so it's a big factor. Um, Some of the kind of like causes of burnout, I'm going to list off for you. Um, One of them is feeling like you don't have control over your work. Um, That happens a lot in social media because we don't always have control over the algorithm. Lack of recognition or reward for good work. It can feel so empty sometimes when you have a video do well and people in your life aren't excited about it. I know I've dealt with that. Doing things that are monotonous. So basically, like for me, editing is super monotonous. And I was editing so much. I was editing two YouTube videos a week, at least one TikTok a day, the podcast, a bunch of, a bunch. I was doing, I was doing too much. And that's one of the reasons I started outsourcing my editing because it is just not worth my mental health to stare at a computer screen for 10 hours a day. Um, also working in kind of a chaotic or high pressure environment obviously adds to work related burnout and, you know, the world is chaotic right now. So what do we expect? Uh, lifestyle causes can be working too much without enough time for socializing or relaxing, um, lack of close supportive relationships, taking on too many responsibilities without the help from others. Ding, ding, ding. That's me. And not getting enough sleep. Also me. 
And then finally, these are some personality traits that contribute to burnout, which like maybe I have these because uh, burnout has kind of been a theme in my life over the years. But um, having perfectionistic tendencies definitely can contribute. Kind of being a pessimist, kind of having a negative view of yourself and the world contributes. Having the need to be in control and reluctance to delegate to others and, of course, being high-achieving, type A personality. Wow. Am I reading, like, a... <laughs> am I reading an analysis of myself right now? So if you guys identify with any of that, part of your burnout could just be from, you know, patterns of behavior that you've learned and reinforced your entire life. Like, I definitely have. And these are all things I've worked on over the years through counseling and therapy growing up. Um, but it's kind of one of those things that will never be completed and you can always fall back into those habits again, which I definitely have being more isolated and stressed about the world. Let's talk about ways to deal with burnout. So if you're kind of recognizing the warning signs, you kind of feel like you're at your breaking point, it's time to definitely pause and start kind of thinking about changing the direction. Like you've hit that place where you're like, okay, I do not feel good. I need a change. So the biggest thing is you got to recognize it. You got to know what's going on in your life and just be self-aware in that way. But it's important to start, um, you know, undoing the damage by getting support and helping to manage your stress. And this will kind of help you to be more resilient so that you can take care of your physical and emotional health because burnout really is physical. It's not just emotional. A big thing is going to be to reach out to people around you. So for me, that means delegating to my husband more. I'm definitely one of those people that like, I want to just do it myself. Like I don't want to have to depend on other people, but it's so important to reach out to your partner or friends and family um, to try to get support in areas where they might be able to help you. And, you know, your loved ones will definitely be flattered if you, you know, trust them enough to confide in them. And I think sometimes we're scared to confide in people when we're struggling because we don't want them to judge us. But it's so important if you're struggling with feeling burnt out to talk to someone about it because it's not unheard of. You know, you're not crazy. You're not abnormal. It happens. Putting yourself in more social situations does help. I find that when I force myself to be social and do a Zoom call with my friends or make a FaceTime date with one of my girlfriends, um, it really does help. Even though I don't want to do it initially, I usually leave feeling better. And limiting contact with negative people helps as well. I mean, I think I talk about this in an interview coming up um, about, you know, there's ways you can cope in your life with people that are negative that aren't serving you and really bringing down your energy. But just taking a step back from those relationships will help you. Um, And of course, finding new friends, basically, that kind of understand your situation. And that's one of the reasons I created my TikTok community growth group, because I feel like it's really important for creators to connect with each other. Um, My husband and I actually got dinner the other night with a content creator that we connected with through TikTok who lives in our area and her husband. And she's a full-time blogger and um, travel. She does Texas travel, which is really awesome. I'm sure you'll see some collaborations between us. But it was so refreshing to connect with someone that actually like understands my industry. It's so hard to, you know, talk to some of our friends that don't get it. And it's it's not 
I don't know. It's it doesn't feel like they can really connect and offer support sometimes if they don't really understand where you're coming from. And especially being in social media, it's such a unique industry. Another thing is reframing kind of the way you're looking at work. So a lot of times I'll say to Matt, like, oh, I have to edit this or I have to go do this. And he's like, no, you get to go do that. And sometimes I forget. Sometimes it's easy to forget how lucky we are to have this platform and how how um, so many people want to have a platform and want to be able to build a career on social media. And if you have the passion and drive for that, then you are different. I mean, not everyone wants to be a content creator. So finding value in your work and especially finding balance in your work in your life is going to help a lot. But it's also important that, you know, if if you're feeling really overwhelmed and just, you know, don't know what the next step is, take a step back. Like, just take a step back. Take a few days off. For me, I was posting literally every day for like 10 months and I was tired. I was tired, you guys. Um, and I had to take a step back and stop posting every single day because it was draining um, just creating that much content. Uh, Another thing that's important is reevaluating your priorities. So it's important to set boundaries. This is something that I've struggled with because sometimes as a content creator, you want to say yes to everything. If someone wants to send you a free product, if someone wants you to post something for them, if someone wants to interview you, someone wants to, you know, like even DMs, you're getting DMs and you feel the need to respond to every single one. You have to set boundaries for yourself. This is something I have literally struggled with so hard because I want to do it all, but you can't be on all the time. And I think because our phone's in our hand, it's easy to be on work mode all the time. Um, And obviously taking breaks from technology are super important. Uh, If you guys have watched The Social Dilemma, it talks about how our phones are basically running our lives. I was up to 13 hours of screen time during quarantine. You guys, that's so bad. Like, my eyes were twitching, okay? Like, this is not normal. (laughs) Nourishing your creative side is also something that can really help you cope with burnout. So whether that's taking on a new hobby, um, trying something new, do something that you're not monetizing. I think sometimes, especially when you're starting out as a creator at having a side hustle, you're working all day and then you're creating when you're not working. So you're basically working all the time. Just take a few days to yourself to have something that's not work-related because content creation is work. While it is fun, it is also work. And I think those lines get blurred for social media content creators. It's also super important to have relaxation time. I've been doing some meditations. If you guys um, listen to my episode with Zach Pensence, he is a hypnotist and he's been posting these like hypnosis therapy sessions on YouTube. And I did one and it literally was like so relaxing. It actually worked. I've never been like successfully hypnotized. I definitely recommend checking him out on YouTube, but obviously there are apps for relaxation like Calm. There's a few other ones. I'll put some links in the show notes, but there's tons of free resources for meditation and relaxation. It's also so important to address kind of the mental health side of this. So part of this comes with kind of like emotional intelligence. It's really important to be introspective and kind of acknowledge the areas where you can reduce stress in the moment. 
um, and have kind of tools to be able to manage these stressful feelings. One thing I've been doing is journaling and gratitude journaling, um, just with like a bullet journal where I write down bullet points of what I did that day. For me, it's easy for me to feel like I did nothing productive when I then I tell my husband, I didn't do anything today. And he's like, no, you did this, 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 and this. And I kind of forget that those are important things that I did. So I know that sounds so crazy, but you know, sometimes it's easy for us to overlook the things that we're doing. I know for me, I've definitely neglected exercising during quarantine and I forgot like how powerful just a 30 minute walk can be. And I even have a desk bike at my house and I haven't been using it. So finding a way to kind of incorporate a little bit of exercise into your daily routine. I know working from home, that's hard to do, but if you're not getting some exercise in, definitely try implementing that time and take that time away from technology. I know for me, even when I wasn't working, I would like go for a walk and listen to a social media podcast or like a marketing podcast and I'd I'd still be on work mode. So taking time away from it, maybe listening to an entertainment-based podcast instead, Um, something like that. I mean, you can always listen to the interviews on TikTok radio. Um, instead of some of the instructional content like this. I mean, this isn't really instructional. This is more like life content, but still. So I hope any of you listening to this that might, you know, not have realized you are feeling burnt out might be interested in taking some steps to help yourself. I think it's so easy to neglect ourselves in life, especially as women, all my ladies out there. um, I think sometimes we feel like we have to be the nurturing, the, you know, running the household, doing all these things. And we put all of that on ourselves and don't ask for help. But um, in any type of partnership, if you have a spouse, you guys are a team, it's super important to lean on them and not feel like you have to do everything yourself. I do want to encourage any of you who are struggling with burnout just to take a quick little break. The internet is not going to go away without you. Look at all the huge creators that step back from content creation to reevaluate, to become more creative, to become more engaged in their content. I think it's easy for us to get so lost in our content creation that we forget why we're doing it. And the real reason we're doing whatever we're doing is to help people. And if that's not the reason we're doing what we're doing, then maybe we need to reevaluate our career because I myself found myself in a career five over five years ago, like eight years ago in the professional dance world where I wasn't doing it because I loved it. I was doing it because I felt like I had to do it and I felt like it was the only thing I was good at. So if you can take a step back and reevaluate and remember why you're creating content in the first place, it's going to help you so much working towards a healthier mindset and just an overall more balanced life. So thanks for listening, you guys. I hope this helps some of you out there. Please reach out to me and let me know if you want to hear more content like this or who you want to hear interviewed on the podcast next. You guys, I have some really great interviews coming up courtesy of my brand new personal assistant that is helping me get them all edited because hashtag self-care and I am outsourcing and I am delegating and my mental health is more important than productivity. So I hope this helps inspire you to take more control of your mental health and alleviate stress so that you will not get burnt out like me. Um, And I promise you guys, I'm going to be back consistently. I beat myself up when I'm not consistent about things, but it was super important for me to kind of take a step back from the podcast because of all the stress with the politics around TikTok 
and worrying about my own income from my social media platforms. It's stressful to hear that, you know, you might lose everything overnight. And it definitely sent me into kind of a downward spiral of managing kind of my own mental health around that. So I'm human. We're all human. We struggle, but it's okay. And we're all going to get through this craziness together. And I'm so excited to see the content you guys continue to make. I'll see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of TikTok Radio. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to leave us a review in the iTunes store and let us know what you liked about the episode. We'd love to hear from you. Catch you next week. Peace out, Girl Scout.